Hey, it's Meatball. And Mark. And this is the Rocker Morning Show on demand from 1077 RKR. Elvis is Rock Station 1077 RKR Rocker Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. How are you, brother? Great. Getting ready for this weekend. Dude, I'm stoked. I'm stoked to do nothing. I found out there's a maple sugar <laughs> festival going on at the uh, the Kalamazoo Nature Center. Never mind doing something. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to go. Like, again, you and I have been trying to cut back on the amount of, like, sugar and stuff that we've been eating in yeah. our diets. I have not been as successful lately, but I've been doing I've been doing better than I was before, for sure. That's good. But I'm probably going to blow it out of the water this weekend with maple sugar. <laughs> I've never I've never seen the process done. Like I It's pretty cool. I did it when I was a kid. Yeah. Like in elementary school they taught us how like to tap into a maple tree. Oh, and, that's super cool. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. I follow a guy on TikTok who's a, a maple sugar farmer up in I think it's either Vermont or Canada, I can't huh. remember. But like he was it was snowing up there and he was driving through his maple farm and it's just all these hoses running down trees and stuff. I was yeah. like, that is the craziest looking farm ever, man. Right. But now <laughs> I'm like I always knew kind of how it was done like they take the sap and then they boil it and they put the different sugars and whatnot and then they turn it into syrup right yeah but i've never like really seen the process like i've never understood exactly how it works and the science behind it and stuff so i'm, I'm mm-hmm. actually kind of really excited to go check this out sweet that'll be cool <laughs> literally sweet <laughs> what's new man what's good oh my gosh i can i just tell you uh-huh you can i'll let you <laughs> when i uh I'd say like in my early 20s, mid 20s is when I really, really got into Mel Brooks. Oh, like, yeah. I've I've grown up with his films. I've always loved like Spaceballs is one of my favorite early films. Yeah. Uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yeah. He did Dracula Dead and Loving It. And it was just okay. Yeah, that's one of the few Mel Brooks things that I have not seen. It has its moments. Yeah. But... It's just okay. And I was always like kind of bummed because I was like, why did he stop? Like, yeah. He, he was so good. Like, what, you know, why did he stop? He's, he always gets the best out of his cast. Oh, right? absolutely. So when, and, and for as long as I can remember, they were talking about history of the world part two being a thing. I'm like, that's an urban legend <laughs> uh, yeah. at this point, you know, yeah. like that's not going to happen. Like that was a joke at the end of the first film. And, yeah. Um, and now here it is on Hulu. Yeah. And man. I started watching it last night. Do too. I love it? Oh my God. I love it. I got the first two. I'm, I'm a few days behind because they're doing two episodes a day for four days. I think today is the last day. Yeah. So there's going to be eight total episodes. Yeah. But it's, it's kind of like the movie. It's not, it's, it's not necessarily like linear through time. It's, right. it's bits. And then sometimes they come back to like what the main bit would be like the yep. I think the first episode they come back to the Russian Revolution yeah exactly. a couple of times and they do they Johnny Knoxville plays Rasputin <laughs> and they do this bit I'm pretty sure they called it Jack Rasputin yeah so like jackass but it's like if you know the history of Rasputin in in that era of Russia like he was stabbed poisoned drowned frozen beat up like they they tried dozens of ways to kill him yeah and he's he didn't die right so they did this bit with i'm pretty sure at least half of the jackass cast oh yeah in chris, there. Uh, chris pontius preston um, is in there Wee man yeah all those guys are in there and they're they're like hi i'm rasputin and this is jack rasputin and then they're doing all of the killing things that they did yeah. to rasputin back in the day and he's still surviving. He's just like, and this is getting stabbed in the back. And he's just getting stabbed by like five dudes. It's so good, man. It oh. is so good. And they, they delivered on Hitler on ice. I was very excited about that. 
Yes. Uh, because that was the plug at the end of History of the World Part 1. It'd be History yeah. of the World Part 2. And it was like, with Hitler on ice. And they, they actually played the clip from the tease from the first movie. Yeah. And then actually went to him getting his scores in the booth. And I mean, the scores were, dude, I was laughing so hard. The thing is, is like <laughs> everyone, everyone has this thing. They watch Mel Brooks movies and they're like, this could never be made today. Right. Because of the cultural and, and some of the stuff, the, the, the subject matter, especially. But what's amazing is it is. And if you watch these episodes, it's, it's the same. Right. It's, 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 it's Mel Brooks. It's Mel Brooks. Exactly the way it was with Blazing Saddles, with History of the World Part 1, yeah. with Spaceballs. It's all the same humor, the same jokes, the same kind of racial and social topics and stuff. And he still approaches it the same way. And it's still relevant. And it gets made. And it's funny. Uh, I mean, a lot of people will say this could never get made today. I would argue and say rather nobody but Mel Brooks could make this funny. There we go. And That's the way to do it. Dude, if you don't, if you don't have access to it get access to it and watch this show borrow somebody's hulu password and right. at least watch this show because hulu's not like netflix they'll actually let you share your passwords yes <laughs> sharing is caring guys i'm so excited to finish this up oh my god yeah oh uh, i know what i'm doing tonight that and minecraft calvin's who's rock station 1077 rkr rock morning show with me paul yeah mark frank house shocker mark Mentioned it a second ago. Another winter weather advisory in effect for us. Yep, it's like uh, every Friday until it's spring. Apparently. <laughs> well, Mother Nature was like, "Oh, I forgot to do winter." So now Mother Nature's just like, "Oh, oh every week." Yep, just trying to sprinkle it in while it's still here. Uh, so this one is from seven o'clock this evening until eleven o'clock tomorrow morning. Snow expected in the area. Uh, accumulations between four to six inches. Portions of central, south central, southwest, and west central Michigan. Again, that's from 7 o'clock tonight till 11 o'clock tomorrow morning. Impacts, plan on slippery road conditions, hazardous conditions could impact morning commute. Precautionary, prepare. Oh, this is all in caps. Precautionary preparedness actions. Slow down and use caution while traveling. And then uh, there's a whole bunch of uh, typographical errors in that as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're getting more <laughs> snow. Um, That'll happen. Well, it's it's probably... If, if this is interesting, so yesterday I saw this image that got posted by a couple of news stations. Okay. Um, Tuesday was an unusually clear day for winter in Michigan because apparently uh, clouds consistently cover this state through the winter. Yeah, we've actually had some really nice days this winter. Right. I feel like the majority of our winters here are just gray. Right. Tuesday, the sun came out. There were no clouds in the sky. So as a result, uh, satellite images actually got a completely clear image of Michigan. Nice. As it is. And this is not like, you know, infrared or anything like that. This is a photograph of Michigan. You can see this up on the Rocker app of the snow coverage on the state of Michigan right now. So you can see where snow is still on the ground okay. and where it's all melted, right? It's interesting to look at this photo because obviously the UP, you can see part of it, you know, it's all covered in snow and like eastern parts of Wisconsin, like it's all covered in snow. Northern Michigan got snow on the ground. Eastern Michigan over there in the thumb has got a lot of snow on the ground still. What's interesting to me is western, southwestern Michigan, nothing. (laughs) There's nothing there in this image. Yeah, it is pretty blank. You can also see the direction in which the snowstorms were moving. Because oh, all yeah. of the stuff from the north is moving northwest to southeast, 
and then all of the stuff in the southeast part of the state is moving southwest to northeast. You can literally see where those two snowstorms intersected over the eastern part of the state. That's really funny. It's crazy, right? All that just from looking at an image captured by a satellite. This is really interesting to me. How uh, how high up was this taken? Uh, this is satellite imagery. So this is like space space. Right. Yeah, this is way, way up there. But yeah, it's really cool. Now, you also notice something interesting, too, about the Great Lakes. There's virtually no ice. I know. That is pretty lakes. weird. Near record lows of ice on any of the lakes. I believe Lake Ontario. Um, okay. Inlets and ports of like Lake Huron, I think have some ice coverage but other than that like lake superior's got a little bit of ice lake erie has a little bit of ice like michigan and most of lake huron are completely like there's no ice that's pretty wild it is under nine percent ice coverage (laughs) toward the end of winter and there's parts of lake michigan that are already like 40 degrees (laughs) that is nuts man yeah so this has been a, a weird winter, I guess, yeah. for Michigan. And I, this was my first one. So everyone keeps telling me this is not typical. I would say so. Yeah. We've had like heavy storms. Like we've had heavy storms, like heavy ice storms. And then it's gone. Yeah. Because it just warms up. And I'm like, you never really get used to it. Really, that first snowstorm of the season was Back where it was at. Yeah. yeah. We got like, what, 18 inches or almost 20 inches yeah, in some places. Insane. That was like, welcome to Michigan, Meatball. And after that, it's been like, snowstorm, 50. Snowstorm, 40. Snowstorm, 50. Like, if you drove around Kalamazoo the day after that ice storm, yeah. you, you would have thought a bomb went off or something with all the limbs down because there was no indication there was ice. Right. <laughs> it wasn't even cold that day, man. Ugh. It's going to be cold tomorrow. Uh, next winter's going to kick my ass, I'm sure. <laughs> it's time to turn up your dials and tune out the traffic because we're playing... The Day 5 on the Rocker Morning Show. Testing the mental magnitude of your favorite morning monkeys on the radio. And now, your hosts for the Daily Five, Meatball and Mark Frank House. It is the Daily Five where Mark and I ask each other questions. The other one answers today. Mark's asking the questions. I'm answering, looking for the win. And I got some help on the line today from Pauline. Pauline, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Uh, fantastic. Hopefully. Yeah, we're doing good. All right, Pauline, here's the deal. Meatball is up two to one. You and him have to answer at least three questions correct out of five. If you do, Meatball's going to get the win for the week, or I'm going to tie it up. And we're going to force a game five. So let's see what we can make happen today. All right, let's do it. Question number one is in the realm of entertainment. Okay. What was stand-up comedian George Carlin's final stand-up before passing away was it life is worth losing it's bad for you or you are all diseased (laughs) all of which are carlin stand-ups yeah they're they're all great too what was the first one life is worth losing i okay i think it's that one that's what i was thinking too because i remember thinking when he died there was irony that that was the last one yeah, or, or that the it title sounds like something he would do. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's go with that one, just because I remember there was an element of irony to it. Final answer. Gotcha. Also, I think all three of those were recorded at the same venue. Okay. However, it's bad for you. Oh. Was his final oh. one? Life is worth losing. Actually, is my favorite of his stand-up. Other than you are all diseased. Gotcha. Life okay. is worth losing is amazing. Yeah. Oh, uh, for sure. It's bad for you, however, was uh, recorded only a couple of months before his passing. 
Interesting. Okay. All right. Moving on. Still plenty of wiggle room. Sports. Okay. Number two. My kryptonite. Pauline, hopefully you're a sports person. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right. Uh, a little bit. All right. All right. Behind Magic Johnson, who was the second most sought after out of Michigan to be recruited for basketball? Was it Iggy Pop, wrestler Kevin Nash, or actor Terry Crews? What? <laughs> I was expecting actual basketball people in this. So was I. <laughs> I was like, Larry Bird. No, he's from Indiana. Oh, no, we're not. Okay. Um, okay, let's see. Terry Crews, I think, was a football player. I think he was a football guy. Uh, Kevin Nash is pretty tall. I can imagine him playing basketball well. Who was the first one again? Iggy Pop. Iggy Pop. He's a musician. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kevin Nash seems more like a heavily recruited basketball player, yeah? I'm not sure on this one. Yeah, I was going to say Iggy Pop because it's just so out there. Ooh. <laughs> You know, I always, I, I tend to overthink things, yeah. and and our listeners are usually right in those scenarios. Um, Pauline, I'm going to lean on you. I'm going to I'm going to stick with you and say Iggy Pop. Final answer. Iggy Pop. Final answer. You over overthought. Uh, over overthought. Was Kevin Nash. Dang it. Yeah, big sexy. Kevin That's Nash right. was uh, recruited <laughs> to play basketball, but instead <laughs> went into wrestling. Be, yep, Vinny Vegas, baby. All right. All right. Well, you got to run the table, folks. All right, geography. Question number three. Always a tough one to face. Okay. Do or die. Roe River in Montana is the shortest river in the world. How long does it flow for? 75 feet, 125 feet, or 200 feet? <laughs> it's an actual river, but it, it's the shortest flowing in the in the world. Yeah. Uh, I'm a... Well, for, I think we'd go in the middle, maybe, with that. Yeah. For, well, what I'm thinking is, like, for reference, a football field is more or less 300 feet. Because it's a it's 100 yards, and there's about three feet in a yard. So yeah. a football field is 300 feet. What makes okay. something a river? <laughs> yeah. Right. What are the yeah. qualifications of being a river? I don't oh, yeah, know. maybe we should pick the longest then. Because... I'm not a riverologist. <laughs> I get... That's a good question, though. Yeah, uh, there's streams, there's creeks, and there's rivers. Let's go with the longest. A river forms from water moving from a higher elevation to a lower elevation, okay. all due to gravity. All due to gravity. I would assume. Oh. I would assume that the the qualification between like river, creek, and and those types of things also has to do with the amount of water probably coming through them. I, um, yeah, I'm kind of with Pauline. I think it at least needs some, at least a fair amount of length to it. So like two thirds the length of a football field. Yeah. Two, I, 200 feet, right? That was the longest one. Yep. Yeah. 75, 125 or 200. Let's go 200. Final answer. Stand alive. Hey. It is 200 feet. Oh, good. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> 75 feet was just, that's just too short. Right. <laughs> All right, question number four is in the category of history. All right. What are the oldest recorded artifacts found from humans? Is it tools, pottery, or weapons? Ooh. I'm uh, going to say tools. Yeah. Or a weapon is kind of a tool. Right. Well, <laughs> I'm, thinking, I'm thinking weapons because you would need them for hunting. 
Right. And you yeah. can still use, like, if you were, say, like, you know, back in the Ice Age, you know, uh, Neanderthals were, like, hunting woolly mammoths. Early Americans were, like, hunting woolly mammoths. And then they were, you know, using their their weapons to, you know, skin them and clean them, you know? I, yeah. I'm, I'm, pottery's a good one, too, though. I, yeah, because, you know, they needed pottery to store their grains. Right. Store oh. grain, bring water up from the river, like... This is a hard one. This is really tough. It could go 50-50 either way for me for weapons and pottery. I'm kind of thinking pottery, though, because I'm, I'm kind of thinking pottery. Let's go with pottery. All right. Pottery, final answer. Pottery, final answer. We're going to game five. Uh, it is tools. Really? Yeah. Oh. Tools are the earliest that goes back, I think, uh, three million. They were making hammers and wrenches before, like, weapons and stuff? Yeah, I don't know man. what tools they found, but... Oh, interesting. Oh, man. Well, Meatball, we are going to game five That's tomorrow, right. but Pauline, <laughs> you're not going away empty-handed. we got $15 in Michigan Lottery scratch-offs for you. Great. All right. Well, thanks for hanging out with us today, Pauline, and uh, good luck. Hopefully you win. Thank you. Yeah, All right. If you win some cash, just remember, we're the ones who gave you the tickets, so you know. <laughs> I will. I will. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 107.7 RKR, Rocker Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. Sunday is uh, when they're going to announce all the teams that get into the college basketball tournament. Yep. And uh, there's a fair amount of Big Ten teams, I think, that are going to be for sure in, if not close to being in. Yeah, it'll be close for a lot of them. Michigan State's probably in. I think Penn State is, uh, they're kind of on the bubble. Mm -hmm. I don't think Michigan's going to make it in. Yeah, we'll have to see. It's going to be close. But there's a handful of teams, I think, uh, from the Big Ten that could do well. Indiana's in there, I believe. Northwestern. Yeah. Uh, Wisconsin might make it in as well. I mean, there's there's really some some decent Big Ten teams that could make a run or at least get a few wins, you know, right. in the tournament. But we don't want to talk about them winning, which would be great. Right. We want to talk about you, the listener, winning. Yeah, we got a million-dollar bracket challenge that's going down. And it begins Monday. Like Meatball said, they're picking the names... Sunday. Right. And um yeah, it's uh Monday. So you can get pre-registered right now on the Rocker app. Mm-hmm. Um and then Monday when you're able to make your selections, if you pick the perfect bracket, you get a million bucks. But even mm-hmm. if you don't pick the perfect bracket, you could still win some big money. That's pretty awesome. Have you ever have you ever had a perfect bracket, Mark? Oh yeah, that's why I'm Yep, I'm a millionaire. <laughs> I actually came close. I got the final. I got all the way to the final four, and then I lost uh, two of them one time. I did, yeah. How did you not win money for that? Because uh, I did it for fun, and I was also like sixteen at the time. Oh yeah. man, we did it for fun in like the classroom, and I got down to like the final, the the last four, and I was that's just insane, like, dude. Yeah, yeah. It was it was very very close. I won the the overall thing, but like again. I was 16 when yeah. I was in high school. Like there was no money involved, and it was it was kind of heartbreaking. Since then, I've been garbage. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, a uh, chance to you to win for you to win a million bucks. The million dollar college hoops bracket challenge presented by Modern Woodman uh, Fraternal Financial. If you want to get some more information on that? Go to the Rocker app and at wrkr.com. Good chance to win some cash, and yeah, 
Retire early. No, wouldn't that be nice? The Rocker Morning Show with Meatball and Mark. Basically, two guys who realized you could get paid for being full-grown kids for a living. You guys are getting paid? Yeah, we can't believe it ourselves. This is Kalamazoo's Rock Station, 107.7 RKR. Kalamazoo's Rock Station, 107.7 RKR, Rocker Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. All right, so if you don't know already, we're live over on Facebook. If you want to actually watch this, uh, go down this is going to be uh hopefully interesting and and fun yeah uh not torturous but uh <laughs> earlier this week we were talking about the uh the michigan themed chips that i came up with and some of them were, yeah. were a little goofy uh but some of them actually i think had some potential and mark you just you flat out made them yeah i made four of these okay and i i was gonna make five i was just uh, it's like, I can't, I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah fair so, enough. It's like, if I get some time, I'm going to try to make more. Maybe yeah. we'll do like a part two, like well, the, Boogaloo. The winter ones would have been easy. You just put those in the freezer, take them out, put them in the freezer, take them out. I wanted to do something with those. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. Okay, I actually okay. wanted to do so. So I have an idea okay. of All how right. I'm going to do those, but I've got four chips today for you okay. to try. All right. And we're going to try three on air. That's and right. then if you guys, I, I honestly, I've been like not even kidding you. This might be my retirement plan. I came up with uh, ingredients for a uh, up uh, Upper Peninsula pasty. Pasty potato chip. A pasty potato chip, which to my knowledge does not exist yeah. until now. So that's so, the one we're going to be trying live over on Facebook. So if yes. you're not if you're not on our Facebook page, go follow 1077 WRKR. Yeah. And I'm going to be trying the, the pasty ones live over on Facebook. We're, yeah. we're live right now, though. We're going to try these other three in studio. So... What do we have here? So the first one is Superman ice cream chips. Oh, man. Did you do the waffle cone chip with it? Or did you put them on potato chips? Uh, these are all kettle cooked. Okay. Okay. All right. Kettle cooked chips. Next, I have Traverse City cherry chips. And this is just straight cherry. It's this not barbecue straight cherry. Straight cherry. No barbecue all right, cherry. All right. The third is vinegar and Road, road the road salt. salt. Vinegar and road salt. <laughs> My own little take on it. All right. And You're going to need course, that tomorrow to uh, clear the sidewalks. Right. Exactly. And then the final one that we're going to do on Facebook Live is... Going to be uh, the pasties. The pasty chips. All right. Cool. All right. So, let's uh, let's start um, Let's start in the middle. Start in the middle. Let's go with um, not the salty one or the sweet one. The cherry. Let's start with the cherry, actually. Right, the cherry is the hey, middle one. The middle one? All right. I'm gonna take. Ooh, I'm gonna take just a couple of these. So if you if you if you're watching us on Facebook here, it kind of got a little bit of a red tint to them. I think you can see them. Yeah, there we go. All right, here we go. They smell good. Oh my gosh. Right. This is interesting. Cause like normally you would get the kind of like spicy barbecue with this, right? And certain brands. Wow. This is turning They're into almost bad. no. It's turning into almost like a sweet and sour kind of flavor. Yeah, because you get the salty from the potato, exactly, and, and and the regular potato chip, and then you get the sweet from the cherry. Holy cow, Mark! Now I will reveal, I only used one ingredient on this. Okay. Sugar-free black jello, uh, sugar-free black cherry jello mix. That's what you put on the chip. Yeah, that's it. Really? Yeah. So, like, literally, anybody can just go get regular, like, kettle chips and, like, put yes. that on it, and that's it. Yes. Holy cow. Not bad. Dude, those are all, okay. Cherry chips, those are a win. Yep. Those are, are 100% a win. Um. All right. We're a little on the sweeter side. Yeah. Let's go ahead and go with the Superman ice cream. Okay. 
Here we go. All right. And actually, take a look at these. Oh, these are, these are, oh, they're sticky. I like it. I like it. Look at these guys. They look like the Superman ice cream. I love it. The red, the yellow, and the blue. This is amazing. All right. <laughs> the, um, the texture is odd. <laughs> Very. No, a little more chewy. Um, I'm not sold on them. No. They look better than they taste. <laughs> They're very pretty. They're very pretty. They definitely look better than they taste. It tastes like you melted Superman ice cream over chips. That's exactly what I did. And <laughs> they definitely suck. <laughs> not I a mean, fan. A five-year-old would love this. Yes. But I am well beyond five I'm, years old. I am okay on the one I just tried. All right. Never again. All right, last I, I one. for some reason ate a second one. Last one on air. Let's go. Um, I'm clear my palate. Good call. We got vinegar and road salt. So I did my own little concoction. Okay. So just take a. These are these on the end here, yeah, right? Her. All right. Just so these that. don't really have necessarily. Oh, these are all oh, kind of sticky too. One. Here we go. Counts is all stuck together. Ha! These are a little. They've got kind of somewhere in between the texture of the two chips we've had so far, but they look kind of normal. Right. All right. Here we go. No more crunch to them. That's interesting. I don't taste the asphalt from the road salt, so that's good. Yeah, I left it asphalt free. Okay, I appreciate that. These aren't bad. I like them. There's nothing overpowering or anything on them. It's just kind of a mellow vinegar mixed no. with the salt. It's the nothing look, overpowering. The vinegar is definitely the star here. Right. The texture, a little wet from the vinegar, maybe, I think. So that might be what that is. But I definitely think of the three that we just had there, that would be uh, the Superman ice cream. What? That's that's the... Uh, yep, yeah, no thanks. That's the one we're putting away. Hard um, pass. Yeah. Um, so continue watching on our Facebook. Uh, I've got my retirement plan that I'm about to feed Meatball. <laughs> and I'm telling you guys, uh, if you would buy these chips, let me know. I'm, gonna, I'm thinking about... Dude, doing a side hustle here. These All things right. are amazing. We're going to be trying the pasty ones live or on Facebook. Go check it out. Galveston's Rock, Station 107.7 RKR, Rock and Morning Show with me, Paul. And Mark Frankhouse. Uh, Mark, this is kind of breaking news. Oh, man. We have, an up, we have an update on Sagatuck Brewing in Kalamazoo. Really? They could maybe, might be sort of opening soonish. What? <laughs> So speculation has been around that Sagatuck has been opening is going to be opening in their new location soon. Yeah, since um, like November, I think. Uh, yeah, this goes back <laughs> a couple of months for sure. They uh, they closed the old location there on Westnage, like I think last May. Yeah, maybe you and I went. Yeah, we went there within the first couple of months of me moving here. Yeah, so I ate at the old place, and then not too long after that, they closed, and then they were moving to the new place. Well, it seems like there's finally some like intriguing and interesting action going on over there. The windows have been painted with the Sagatuck logo on there. Uh, huh. There is a menu posted outside the front door with some items they're going to be cooking. And there was a Facebook post posted by Sagatuck Kalamazoo that says, we are grateful to be staffed up and start training next week, which that was last week, so they're doing it this week. Okay. Um, and also for these beautiful shiny windows, obviously, which will soon be glowing from the inside with friends and family, which means they're about ready to open, man. So are they, where are they, on Michigan Avenue now? It's on, it's on Michigan Avenue in downtown, uh, the old Peninsula building. 
Oh, there was gotcha. uh, there was a there was another restaurant or pub there before. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm unfamiliar with it because it closed before I, I got here. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, they uh, typically restaurants when they do like staff training and stuff, mm-hmm. it's a couple, it's a week or two. And then there's a, a soft opening or two, depending on how it goes. Yeah. I mean, you've worked in restaurants, you know, mm-hmm. and then they'll be open. So my guess, this is pure speculation here. My guess would be two to three weeks. Gotcha. That, that's not bad. That's a quick turnaround. So I'm really stoked for it because I liked Sagatuck's beer when we went. I like their food, too. This menu that's been posted outside is uh, staunchly different from what I think they had at the other place. I think there's still some stuff there. Um, but I, I want to make note of a couple of things here. Uh, fried brassicas, which is um, Brussels sprouts Ooh. in cider vinegar, uh, toasted almonds, uh, goat cheese, and chopped bacon. Sounds amazing. Yeah, that sounds really good. Kung Pao cauliflower. Like battered fried cauliflower with Kung Pao sauce. I'm in. And then the spice nut and the child in me is excited for this one. The jalapeno popper grilled cheese. There we go. Oh, man. The menu looks really, really good. Uh, I'm pretty stoked for this one. Uh, So, yeah, they, they could maybe soon might be possibly opening soon. Fingers crossed ish. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Something like that Yeah, Mazzu's Rock Station 107.7 RKR Rock and Morning Show with Meatball And Mark Frankhouse uh, Meatball, we talked to Rod Argent the other day mm-hmm. And uh, the original, well, the founding member of the Zombies Right They got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame back in 2019 You right. can actually listen to the full interview on the Rocker app But I wanted to go into a little bit more detail about what we were talking to him About the the imposter zombies Okay so there was two bands. There were two bands that were imposter zombies. Okay. Uh, by that, I mean there were two bands that called themselves the zombies. But they and, weren't. But they weren't. And they performed their music, but they wow. weren't them. So, Wait, did they go out and say, we're the zombies? Yes. They wow. even had like press kits. One of the guys even like tried to patent the name. Uh, just so they could, and I'm like, listen, Rod Argent, excellent guy, zombies, a- absolutely iconic band, but the zombies of all bands, like, I, I think it was because, uh, I, th- I think the reason they did this was because time of the season was huge. Yeah. They wanted but, to capitalize was, off of it. But after, yeah, after they had broken up, so like, well, if the zombies aren't a band, we yeah. can be the zombies and we can sing it and we can capitalize <laughs> off of it. I Man, think that's what they did. The 70s were such a wild, wild west time for like music well, and stuff. 60s and 70s, I guess. Well, funny you say that because two of the members of the original zombies from Texas yeah. was Frank Beard and Dusty Hill from ZZ Top. <laughs> so they were, they had apparently, they had like similar, they Kind of like had some success, yeah. but they were playing a lot in Michigan and Minnesota. Okay. All and right. uh, yeah, they were playing a ton in Michigan and Michigan uh, in Minnesota. And apparently it just ended up dissolving. Uh, apparently they had a, a show where they played a 40 minute set. And after the set was over, crickets. Whoa. No applause, nothing. Like nobody was interested at all. Were they all. just that bad or like I don't everyone know if was like, you're just, not the zombies? Yeah. Well, like Rod was saying, like somebody pulled a gun on them. Yeah. Um, but then there was this band from Marquette called this. They went by the zombies and uh-huh. apparently they were really good. Okay. To the point where uh, there's one publication up here on the Rocker app and talk about it. 
about how this guy said they they had apparently sang time of the season so accurately that people thought it would like legitimate were the real zombies. Wow. So they're from okay. Michigan. So we we have more on this band on the rock rap if you guys want to check this out. And we also like I said we have that interview with Rod Argent up there. But and we also kind of take a look at uh, some garage bands from the 60s as yeah, well. Yeah. What does that so. say what does that say that you're better than the band you're impersonating? And the other band that's doing the same thing as you is literally ZZ Top, and you're 10 right. times better than them. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. Got to check that out. It's over on the Rocker app. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 1077 RKR Rock and Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. Going to be seeing those guys here pretty quick here in Kalamazoo, man. Yeah, Foreigner. And we've got something really special for a local choir, middle school or high school choir. You can be on stage with Foreigner singing, I want to know what love is live at the Wings Event Center. So how, if I'm a member of a high school or middle school choir in the Kalamazoo area, yeah. how do I get involved in this and how can I enter my choir to be a part of this? It's literally on the Rocker app or WRKR.com. It says sing at Wings. Just send us a video of your choir. It doesn't even have to be a full video. It could just be partially of mm -hmm. any foreigner hit. That's all you need. And then we're going to put the videos together and we're going to open up voting in April. And I actually got an email uh, yesterday from someone near the um, Indiana Michigan border. Okay, who's going to be uh, who's going to be uh, entering their choir in? Fantastic. So we're already getting submissions. So and on top of that, foreigners going to give the school program five hundred dollars. Bam. So five hundred dollars to the school program. Hey, they could use that anyway. They might throw you a pizza party or they something. They might bolster their uh, foreigner library right. within the music logs. So <laughs> if you've got a kid who's in choir, make sure they know about this. Uh, make sure to sign up on the Rocker app and make sure you got that video. Again, doesn't even have to be that long, super professional. Mm -hmm. Just uh, send a video of you singing any Foreigner song, and uh, that choir could be singing on stage with Foreigner at the Wings of 